Welcome to episode nine of the Beyond the Self podcast. I am your host, Africa, and it is such a pleasure to have you in this space. If this is your first time listening, thank you so, so much for setting aside the time to join me, to share your attention with me. And if you are a returning listener, I fucking adore you. Thank you so much, especially if you're one of those people that is sharing this podcast, if you're one of those people that is tagging me or sending me a voice note on Instagram to let me know what your listening experience is. I value you. I honor you. I am grateful for you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. And I want to know how you are doing. I want to know how you are in this very moment, how your weekend has been, how has your week gone? How is it all? How is it all going? How is it all going? I want you to share that with me or to just take a moment and to just kind of ask yourself how you are doing. That's not something that we do. We don't do that very often. So when people ask us how we are, it's like a fucking tennis match. We just say, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. How are you? And we don't really ask ourselves how we are really doing, but I hope you can take this moment, just one moment to just check in with yourself. But I do hope all is well with you. I know that for a lot of people, this is still a very difficult time with everything that is happening all over the world. Lockdown restrictions are changing. Some people still haven't been able to see their families, to see their lovers, to be with other people, especially those of you that live alone. I live alone as well, but I'm lucky enough that I still get to see people here and there. And yeah, I I know that it's a difficult time. So I am sending you so, so much love. And yeah, I'm glad that we're able to hang out in this way. I know that you guys like to hear how I am and what I've been up to. So I'll just give you a little just give you a little insight as to what I've been doing at this moment in time my company so I have a coaching company we are going through a restructuring a redefining a rebirth so I am knee deep in doing a lot of research doing a lot of studying seeing how I want to change things I want my company to be as ethical as possible in our practices, in the way that we do things, in the way that I serve as a coach, as a teacher, as an entrepreneur. I want everything that I do to be as ethical as possible. I want to be in integrity with every aspect of how I do business. So behind the scenes, I'm doing a lot of work around that. And that work is both internal Um, and external. I would say most of it is internal. I'm having to look very closely at my values, look very closely at how I want to serve and how I want to use my voice and how I want to support people. And it's a beautiful process, but it also means that I have to retract a little bit. So I'm finding that I'm not spending much time on social media, which is good because I... I take weekends off social media most of the time and I allow myself to have that space. So yeah, right now um, it's just me and books and pens and a lot of reading and a lot of writing and it's a beautiful space to be in. And 
I'm also still just getting used to my apartment, my new place. So I moved in in September and slowly, I think I said this last last episode or the, even the one before, everything is just coming together slowly and I'm allowing this space to tell me what it needs instead of me kind of getting onto the internet and buying everything that looks beautiful and throwing it around. Um, I'm just really allowing the space to tell me exactly what it needs, where things need to be. And yeah, so it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Every morning I wake up, I feel so fucking grateful that I can call this place mine, that I get to wake up here, that I get to walk around and to just be. So it's beautiful. And um, in my relationships, my relationships are going very well. Um, My relationship with my partner is forming and it feels so beautiful to be able to say my partner and to not feel any resistance, to not feel any fear or to feel um, suffocated. Because it's a very familiar feeling of me feeling suffocated by a decision that I've made, especially when it concerns someone else in a romantic way. So yeah, it feels good to say my partner and to feel so safe in saying that. So that's going really well. He's the main person that I've kind of been seeing at this moment in time because of the restrictions and just the way things are at the moment in London, I'm not able to see people in the same way. So it's, it's really nice that I get to still spend time with, um, with him. And yeah, so that's, that's something that I've been, you know, moving through something that's been happening. And I've been watching a lot of movies. I've been relaxing on my couch, just in my blanket, listening to the rain outside. Um, just those small moments bring me so much fucking joy, so much joy. Finding a good movie and being on my couch with the lights off and hearing the rain kind of beating the glass panel that is on my roof. It's just one of the best, one of the best things ever. So I've been doing a lot of that. So yeah, that's kind of how I am. And with this week's episode, you will see that the title says how to be fucking patient. Oh my goodness. How to be patient. Impatience is a theme that comes up a lot, especially because I coach high achievers. I coach other coaches, I coach entrepreneurs, I coach people that want the best for themselves. I coach people that want to get their voices out into the world. They want to do incredible things. And impatience is a big thing. Impatience is a big thing, but impatience is something that shows up for so many people in so many ways, regardless of your title or your social standing or whatever the fuck else, it shows up for a lot of people. So I wanted to talk about impatience today and I not only wanted to talk about that, there were also other things that I want to touch on. So what I decided to do for this episode, which I think is not going to be too long, but I I think I always say this, um, it shouldn't be a very long episode because what I have decided to do is to share three thoughts with you. So this is going to be a very stream of consciousness type of episode. All I have are three bullet points of the themes that I want to touch on. And then I'm just going to allow whatever needs to be channeled to come out. And usually this is when I have my best conversations and my best trainings when I do things in this way, because of course I do, I do have an idea of what I'm talking about. I don't just wing the whole thing, but because I'm so well versed in what I like to talk about, 
I can just put down three bullet points and then we can just have the conversation. So that, that's what I'm going to do today. And the first thing that I'm going to be speaking about is how to be fucking patient. Second thing, second thought that I want to share is why it is so important to change your relationship with fear. And the last thing, and this is one of the most important things, especially as a coach, I see this all the time. And just because of the amount of people that I speak to in my life, this is something that I think we all need. In fact, I not even think, I know this is something we need. Last thought that I'm going to share with you is asking better questions. Why it is so important that we train ourselves to ask better questions. Okay, so strap in. It's going to be a good conversation. So first thing, how to be fucking patient and why it is so important that we stop chasing instant gratification, that we stop chasing this idea of overnight success, that we stop chasing this idea that by doing something once, we should just be excellent at it. We need to learn to be patient. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard this in one way or another, but I see again through my work and through my own personal experience, I see just how much we can sabotage ourselves when we won't give ourselves space to form new ideas, space to shift into a new identity, space to try new things, space to fail. Yes, space to fail, space to just be fucking human. We really deprive ourselves of that opportunity because we want everything to happen right now. We want everything to happen immediately without taking the time, taking the time to actually nurture the thing or to nurture ourselves. And the reason why this for me, especially right now in this moment, is very, very, very important is because at this stage of my life, at this stage of my career, I have a lot of people who admire where I am now and admire the way that I'm able to show up, the way that I'm able to articulate my ideas, the way that I'm able to express myself, the way that I'm able to run my company in the way that I do and to just do the things that I do. And it's such a beautiful thing to be acknowledged for all of those things. But something that I stress all the time, but I don't know if people, you know, even listen to this part because selective hearing is a very real thing, is understanding that none of it happened overnight. None of it happened overnight. Even with my sobriety, that didn't happen overnight. And it blows my fucking mind to know that I am going to be four years sober next month in November next month, or depending on when you're listening to this, I might already be four years sober, but none of that happened overnight. The sobriety didn't happen overnight. I relapsed seven times before I finally gave myself another chance at it. I had to have a day one. I had to have a day 10. I had to have a day 13, 60, 100, right? So it's really important that we understand that none, none, nothing, (laughs) nothing happens overnight. And it can sound like such a simple idea because you've heard it so many times, but this needs 
to seep into your subconscious. You need to be patient with yourself because you are sabotaging yourself by thinking that by doing something once, you should have it perfect. That by putting something out into the world um, a few times, that people should just flock to it and you should just be successful, quote unquote successful, just like that. That is not how it works. We need to learn how to cultivate patience. We really do. And I feel like a lot of this is linked to um, perfectionism, which I did a whole episode on. You can you can go through the archive and you can find that episode, a very good episode that breaks a lot of this energy down, that we need to be patient. We can't expect things to happen overnight. And I think with the... Um, you know, with the way that we use social media these days and with how prevalent social media is in our lives, we see people's journeys in a very um, curated way, in a very condensed way where two years can seem like two months, etc. So a lot of people don't share the fact that it's taken them a very long time to get to where they are. And this is something that I try to do as often as I can. But because, you know, this is my life and I'm living it every single day. I kind of just meet myself at the level that I'm at. But I also have to remind myself that none of this happened overnight, that I showed up for it consistently, which is why I am where I am now. And because I'm going to continue showing up consistently for the things that I value and the things that I uh, prioritize in my life, that's going to allow me to get to whatever the next stage might be. Even though I I have to stress this, I am not chasing the next stage. I am one of those people that I'm, I value slowness. I value slowness. I just have to be very mindful that I'm not soaking in messaging that tells me that I need to hurry the fuck up because I really do value slowness. And I don't, I appreciate the level that I'm at without thinking, no, this isn't enough. I need to go to the next one, right? So as much as I love identity shifting and I love to advance and all of those beautiful things, I very much sit in where I'm at and I enjoy that for a while um, before kind of rushing to the next step. So I say all of that to say, um, patience is very, very important. You are doing yourself a huge disservice by rushing yourself to get things done or rushing yourself to be at a certain point. Be where you are. Meet yourself where you are. And this is not a permission slip to continue sabotaging yourself. This is not (laughs) a permission slip to um, continue procrastinating or postponing your vision or whatever the case might be. This is just saying that you need to be patient with yourself. Keep showing up, but don't pressure yourself to have everything done today, right now. You don't need to do that, regardless of whatever your favorite uh, person or influencer or coach or mentor, whoever is telling you, even if I'm giving you the energy of needing to do something right now, don't accept that. You don't need to do anything right now if you really do, unless you really have to, of course. (laughs) So that's the first thought that I want to share with you. That's something that's been on my mind. And I'd love to hear how you feel about this as well. Do you feel like you are rushing yourself to do something? Are you pressuring yourself to have things done before a certain age or before the end of the year? Or do you find that you're so impatient with yourself that you can't allow yourself to make mistakes, that you won't allow yourself to be at the beginning? And I'll share the quote that I always share with you, my quote that I always, always share, 
Stop expecting yourself to be at the top of your game when you're at the beginning of your game. And this can apply to so many things. It can apply to so many things, but I'm sure you will know exactly what it needs to apply to for you. So that was the first thought. And the second thought that I wanted to share was around changing your relationship with fear, why this is so important, because fear gets such a bad rep, especially in self-development and blah, 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 or the motivational bullshit. Fear gets such a bad rep, but I really don't believe that fear is the enemy. I think if we look at the fact that there are many examples of how fear can actually keep us safe, it allows us to know when we are in danger, it allows us to have signals in our bodies and in our intuition that let us know that maybe someone is unsafe or a situation is unsafe. It allows you to, again, to be human, right? So fear is not the bad guy. This idea that we can be fearless is, is complete bullshit. It's like, it's, it's not even true. It's unattainable. And it creates this environment where you berate yourself when you do feel fear, where you shame yourself for feeling afraid, where you feel as if, you know, because maybe you're intellectually equipped, you believe that you should never feel afraid or because you feel like you're spiritually superior, you're suddenly not afraid anymore. I think that is absolute, I will say it again, absolute bullshit. And changing your relationship with fear can do so much for you. It really, really can. It's just a signal that something needs to be looked at. It's just a signal that, you know, it's a signal that you need to look deeper within yourself. That is what I have found in my own personal experiences. And when I talk to people, that is something that I have found, that fear is often just a signal that something needs to be addressed. Something needs to be looked at. What are you afraid of? Is it a fear of rejection? Is it the fear of abandonment? Is it the fear that you are not lovable? Is it the fear that you will be judged if you put your ideas out into the world? Is it the fear of not being good enough? Is it the fear of not being seen as um, an expert in what you're talking about? Is it the fear of stuttering? Is it the fear of someone saying no? Um, What is it? What is it? Because fear is just, it's leading you somewhere right? It's leading you to a space of self-inquiry. It's leading you to a space of understanding yourself on a much deeper level. And I truly believe that the more that we start to really change our relationship with fear, we can start to honor the wholeness of who we are instead of fragmenting ourselves and feeling like we need to be in this constant state of, um, not giving a fuckness, which seems to be a very big thing for people right now. (laughs) And I get where it comes from, but I also think it's, it's, it's not really allowing for sustainable change to happen. It's not really allowing for you to understand yourself on a deeper level. It's not really allowing you to honor all the aspects of who you are, all of the things that make you, you. And yeah, accepting fear can be a big part of that. I actually spoke about this in, um, what did I speak about this? In my most recent Instagram live, which is on IGTV, if you go onto my page, you'll be able to see it. Let me just have a look at what the title of that live was. So it was what to do when change feels fucking scary. I believe I spoke about fear a little bit there as well. Um, 
And in the video that I did on you don't need to be fixed. Actually, I think that I think that might be the one. But anyway, I say all of this to say changing your relationship with fear is is a really important step just in your journey as a human being. Fear is not the bad guy. It's not the bad guy. It's, you know, it's just an opportunity for you to dive a little deeper. So that is my second thought. And the last thing that I want to share with you, and this might be a, a quick one, but Oh, we need to learn to ask better questions. Oh my goodness. We need to learn to ask better questions. I'm sure I have spoken about this before, but because of my work and because of, you know, everything that I see in the world, you know, I, I pretty much study human behavior and it started from studying my own behavior and the behavior of those around me before it became professional. And you know, we, we ask ourselves very useless questions. What is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Why am I not as good as this person? Why do I never get things right? Why am I so clumsy? Why am I so bad with money? So many useless questions. And, you know, when the quality of your questions change, the quality of the answers change, right? Because at the moment, if you're asking yourself any any questions similar to the ones that I just laid out, <laughs> the ones that I just laid out very quickly for you there, if you're asking yourself questions of that kind of frequency, of that kind of energy, of that kind of mentality and mindset, you are going to get answers that resonate at the very same frequency, all right? You are going to get answers that are in alignment with that same question. So we need to start asking ourselves better questions. We really, really do. This is why the book that I recommend pretty much all the time, The Right Questions by Debbie Ford, has completely, completely changed my life. This book has changed everything for me. I first came across it about three years ago, three years ago. And everything, everything suddenly came to, it's almost like I could see again because I had never thought about the fact that questions are important and that the questions that we ask ourselves and others can really inform the way we do a lot of things. They can inform the way we view the world. They can allow you to go deeper with someone. They can allow you to have healthy confrontation with people. They can allow you to have a better relationship, whatever the case might be. I had never considered anything like that. And this book, The Right Questions by Debbie Ford, really allowed me to start realizing just how powerful questions can be. And this, I actually was able to fuse some of those questions into the way that I coach, especially in the beginning when I was still kind of figuring out what my methodology is and how I want to do things, I was able to actually use those questions to really help me get deeper with my clients. So I say that to say the questions that we ask ourselves can be so, so important. So what I want to do just to finish this episode is I just want to share those 10 questions with you, those questions by Debbie Ford. And maybe you can set yourself the little task of creating some of your own and seeing what comes up for you simply because I know that a lot of us um, realize that maybe we don't ask ourselves the most empowering questions or questions that actually lead to a solution. We often ask questions that leave us to a dead end and just leave us feeling worse than we did before the question. So the 10 questions are, oh, I, I love them so much. First one is, Will this choice propel me toward an inspiring future 
or will it keep me stuck in the past? Question number two, will this choice bring me long-term fulfillment or will it bring me short-term gratification? Question number three, am I standing in my power or am I trying to please another? Question number four, am I looking for what's right or am I looking for what's wrong? Number five, will this choice add to my life force or will it rob me of my energy? Number six, will I use this situation as a catalyst to grow and evolve or will I use it to beat myself up? So let me repeat that again. Will I use this situation as a catalyst to grow and evolve or will I use it to beat myself up? Number seven, does this choice empower me or does it disempower me? Number eight, is this an act of self-love or is it an act of self-sabotage? Ooh, that's my favorite one. Number nine, actually all of them are my favorites. Number nine, (laughs) is this an act of faith or is it an act of fear? And number 10, am I choosing from my divinity or am I choosing from my humanity? Oh my goodness, these questions are so fucking powerful. And how different are they from the usual, what is wrong with me? Why can I never get things right? Why do I never know what to do? You can start to ask yourself questions that actually lead you to a solution, questions that actually walk you into a place of empowerment, not disempowerment. And for me, oh yeah, these questions are very powerful. So I kind of just wanted to leave you with those. And you know what? I use even just one of those questions pretty much every single day. And today I had to have a pretty uncomfortable conversation with a with a beautiful friend of mine and I had to use question number three, am I standing in my power or am I trying to please another? Because if I hadn't actually said how I felt about the situation that was happening or the things that had come up for me, it would have been because I am trying to please them because I don't want to upset them because I don't want to rock the boat. But I realized that actually, actually, this is an opportunity for me to stand in my power and to move away from pleasing another person. And I use, oh my goodness, I use these questions all the time. Number five, for example, will this choice add to my life force or will it rob me of my energy? This is something that I ask myself when I'm approached to um, do something, whether it's, you know, quote unquote, an opportunity. And I can feel that it's going to be exhausting. I can feel that it's not meeting me where I'm at. I feel that it's not going to really do anything for me. I either have a choice to say yes, just because I want to be busy or I want to be doing things, you know, I want to feed my ego or I can say, you know what, actually no, doing this is going to rob me of my energy. So this is something that I have to do all the time when I'm having, um, initial conversations with a potential client, I have to say to myself, you know what, can I actually serve this person? Will this partnership fuel me in some kind of way? Is it going to nourish me or is it just going to fucking exhaust me? And then I have to make a conscious decision, right? So these questions, I use them pretty much every single day and they are so 
Ah, they are so beautiful. They are so beautiful. So I think asking better questions is something that we could all work on. It's something that we could all work on. And the 10 questions that I've just shared with you from the book, The Right Questions by Debbie Ford, one of my favorite, one of my favorite people in the entire world, even though she is not on this planet any longer, she is still one of my biggest, biggest mentors. And this book has been a game changer for me. Oh my goodness, this book and her other one, um, Dark Side of the Light Chasers, which was her first one and the one that I first read, those two are fucking incredible. But in terms of asking better questions, the right questions is a good place to start. So yeah, that's that's kind of everything that I wanted to share with you. I This, is a, this episode is a little bit different from how I usually do it, but those three things were just really at the forefront, especially in the past couple of weeks. And I was like, you know what? I have my own platform. I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. (laughs) And I know that it's still going to be useful for people. And I know that you will get even just one thing from this. Um, So I hope that it's helped. I hope that you've had a little, even the tiniest little breakthrough, or you've just been offered a different perspective that can help you. And yeah, I would love for you to share with me, as always, what has resonated with you the most. If email is your preferred method, then you can send me an email at hello at africabrook.com. And in the subject, you can just put beyond the self and just a word to give me an idea of what you want to share. And you can also just screenshot this podcast and tag me on Instagram at Africa Brook with an E at the end so that I can just recognize you and acknowledge you because I always, always, always appreciate it. And I do not take your time or your attention for granted. And if you want to be lovely, <laughs> you can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You know what's so hilarious? Um, I was going through the reviews that people have left and just kind of acknowledging them and and expressing gratitude for them. And then I came across this wonderful message from someone that said, um, I, I tried to get through the content, but there was just too much unnecessary swearing. And that moment was beautiful for one main reason. There was a time when if I had read that, it would have crushed me it would have crushed me. I would have felt rejected. I would have felt judged. I would have felt misunderstood. But when I read this, I actually, I smiled or I laughed. I think it was a combination of both. Um, and then I thought to myself, you know what? It's, I think it's, it's really important for people to have their opinions, for people to have their own, um, you know, the, the things that they are not okay with. So for this person, it's swearing, right? I think it's absolutely okay for people to have, to be able to express those things. And I appreciate that I am now in the space where it doesn't impact me at all. It doesn't impact me at all. I don't, I don't make them wrong for however they felt. Um, although to be honest, you should, you should fucking know what this space is like really. You, I mean, maybe it was a first time listener that found it through another channel. <laughs> but this is why I think people need to, before you just follow, you need to take some time. But I, it comes back to the impatience. Take some time to understand who you are following. What is their voice like? What are their values like? Right. But I know we are so, you know, we just listen and we judge and we make a, we make a judgment. That's just what we do. Um, but I didn't make that person wrong for their opinion or how they felt. Um, 
but it was just interesting to read that. So yes, I, I do swear. I do swear. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It brings me so much joy. It adds color to my language. It allows me to emphasize on things. And it's just beautiful, especially because I was raised with the belief that it's bad, especially women, girls don't swear, don't use that language. It's all fucking bullshit. And I love that I'm able to express myself in this way now as a conscious, self-aware adult. So anyway, I say all of that to say, if you want to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to do so um, because I always read them and I express my own gratitude just internally. But if you tag me on social media or you send me a voice note, I will absolutely acknowledge you for that as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time. So, so, so much love. Thank you.